4: Presented by AT and T. Connecting changes everything.
5: And Eddie Garcia, how did you think I did? Nice, nice. <laughs> My attempt, right? There. We're efforting the intro that has both of us. At least it didn't say nice. Ben anymore. You know, we're getting there. It's baby steps, you know. Uh, baby steps could describe this next guy as well, as uh, he tries to. Start anew, if you will. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How about Trey Lance, Eddie? Trey Lance, former 49ers quarterback, now a Dallas Cowboy. How about it? He is with the Dallas Cowboys, and he says... The trade is a breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air. Let's hear a little bit from him. Here's Trey Lance. It's not how
6: I expected it to go. It's not how I think, you know, a lot of people expected it to go. Uh, But, you know, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, I think I'm here for a reason. and Regardless of what it is, just want to try to find a way to help the team.
5: I get it. The thing, though, Eddie, is how? How is he going to help the team? Because he's still QB3, right? Like, He's still behind not only Dak Prescott, he's behind Cooper Rush. He's got to learn a brand new offense that's a lot different than the one in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. So that's going to be a process. And it's just crazy this is where we are two years from him being the third overall pick and the Niners trading a boatload. But what he calls a breath of fresh air, I don't know, maybe a couple of years from now, probably not ever. Because he's got to get on the field and he's got to play and he's got to get those reps. And as QB three, you're not going to get those reps. I don't see how this is going to be any better.
0: No. And and don't forget, he didn't play much in college either. That's right. I mean, this is a guy who desperately needs to be on the field as much as possible. And you're right. He goes from, I think he goes to a worse situation uh, because in San Francisco, I mean, they're optimistic that Brock Purdy is going to be okay. Okay. But after the way things went last year with all the quarterback issues, uh, maybe he would have a theoretically a better chance. I know Dak gets hurt too sometimes, but mm-hmm. maybe he'd have a better chance of actually getting on the field or at least getting more reps if he stayed in San Francisco. So, and plus, as you said, he doesn't have to learn a new system; he's comfortable there. You know, with learning that offense. So, I I think he's actually in a worse spot in Dallas.
5: Yeah, because you got to start completely new. You have to learn a brand-new offense. So anything that he had been building, you're basically like, okay, uh, just kind of put that to the side and focus on this whole new system now. That That is not easy, and I don't know how you get it down when you're not getting reps. It'd be bad enough if he's QB3 in San Francisco not getting reps, but he knows the system a lot better. Now he's QB3 with Dallas, and he doesn't know the system. I don't know how you get it down. Like, you can study all you want, but until you're actually doing it, it's not going to sink in the same way. So, it's just wild. And I go back to, man, Eddie, this is going to sound like crusty white guy logic. I don't mean it like this at all. But if you rewind back to the draft two years ago, and I heard it left and right, oh, you got to have mobility. Got to have mobility. Can't have a stationary quarterback like Mac Jones. Mac Jones was the better draft pick for San Francisco, as it turns out. You, like Mac Jones has put up respectable numbers with no weapons around him in New England. If he's got Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, and I guarantee you that Mac Jones would be putting up better numbers than he is in New England. And Listen, mobility is great, but I think in the NFL, your true bread and butter has to be throwing the ball. Making quick decisions, accuracy, the whole thing. I'm not against mobility, but I wouldn't make mobility out to be top of the list. When it's secondary, the rules are set up for it to be a passing league. And a lot of injuries occur when you're running around. We'd start off the show talking about Kyler Murray. Be it, coming off a torn ACL, (laughs) and a non-contact injury, running the ball. It happens. Um, So, look, I, I just look at, think of a car, the engine of... Your football quarterback car is throwing ability. All the bells and whistles, which great sound system, you know, heated seats, whatever, all the bells and whistles, that's mobility. It can absolutely accentuate your throwing ability, but I think it's secondary as far as importance goes, Eddie. I don't think it's a prerequisite. You've got to have mobility. You've got to have a guy that's a precise fa- passer, makes good decisions, throws darts consistently and that's not Trey Lance.
0: No I, I agree and I know for, for whatever reason there's been some debate I guess about who's the second best quarterback in the NFL and we even talked about this a couple weeks ago talking about Joe Burrow or or Jalen Hurts and I think you know we we're all pretty much on the same page in that we would take Joe Burrow because of what you're talking about. He's a better passer uh, and, you, and it's a passing league. That said I mean if you're going to be There is something to be said for being mobile, and look, this era of the NFL is more welcoming to having mobile quarterbacks and that style of quarterback than it's ever been before, Uh, so there's certainly a place in the league for those guys, which is great, Um, and and there's certainly an extra element, I think, if you can run, that you do put pressure on defensive coordinators, Mm -hmm. but when it's all said and done, when it comes down to the fourth quarter, and you gotta have a drive to get a field goal or to get a touchdown, it's about what you can do through, with your arm through the air every time. So, like you said, I agree with you. It's great to have that uh, option if you if you can have it, but in the end, when it comes down to it, you've got to be able to get those big plays with your arm.
5: Yeah, man, and think about guys, some of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Mahomes is the number one guy. Josh Allen of the Bills, he's somewhere in the top three, top five. Um, those guys can put a lot of pressure on you, running the ball, extending plays, Uh, but they're great passers. That's the thing. If they were just okay passers, (laughs) you can run around all you want, but the reason they are top five guys is because they are outstanding passers. And that's the thing. with Take a guy like Justin Fields with the Bears. For him to take a a big step forward, it's got to be passing. And we'll see. He's got DJ Moore. He's got a real weapon now. He wasn't surrounded by a whole lot, so we'll see when they upgrade the talent around him if he can get it done. Um, but, man, to take that leap forward, you, you got to have that passing ability. That's the thing with Russell Wilson. That's the main, the main reason he's regressed so much. He's not running around like he used to, and now you're seeing the flaws in his game while he's trying to be more of a pocket guy, and that's not when he was truly special. So <laughs> we'll see if he goes back to running Russ a little bit more or at least extending plays. Because pocket Russ leaves a lot to be desired.
0: Yeah, and I think there is a, a good distinction, though, to be made between what a Patrick Mahomes does uh, and other, you know, just running quarterbacks. I mean, Mahomes runs to throw, right? That's right, I mean, yeah. Occasionally, yes, he will pick up a big first down if he, if he can with his legs, but mostly it's to stay alive in the pocket or to extend a play and give one of his receivers that extra couple of seconds to get open. So that, that it's, it's a different kind of weapon as far as his legs and what he does with it
5: by the way this is what Jimmy Garoppolo had to say obviously now with the Raiders but former Niners quarterback he was on with uh, Sports Illustrated's Robin Lundberg Uh, here's Jimmy G what did you make of the the Trey Lance trade to Dallas weird situation Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco just to leave it at that but uh, you know I'm happy Trey got another shot man how do you think San Francisco's handled those quarterback situations how
0: do you think they've handled them? Oh, <laughs> I, I think it's been messy. It. I'll, I'll put it that way.
2: Yeah, that's a nice way to put it.
0: <laughs> oh, a, look at Jimmy. That's yeah. a veteran move there. What are you Turning think? the tables <laughs> on a question he doesn't want to answer.
5: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this got to be a trip from Jimmy G's perspective, right, Eddie? Where
0: he's yeah, the guy. And it, it is amazing the success the 49ers have had with all of this. <laughs> trauma going on with with jimmy g and with trey lance and they still keep finding a way and finding another quarterback and and getting it done but it has been messy i think that's a pretty good pretty good term for what it's been there in san francisco
5: that is pretty good and it's got to be a trip for jimmy g where he's the guy and they trade a boatload to get trey lance and yet still jimmy g is the qb1 then he gets hurt Then it's Trey Lance's turn. No, he gets hurt. Now it's Brock Purdy. And he's with the Raiders now. Jimmy G. He's got to be looking at that that whole thing like, wow. Is this The
0: the 49ers have had success despite themselves, right? With what they've done at the quarterback position. I mean, they've they've screwed it up about as bad as you can. And yet, they're still, we think, okay with, with Brock Purdy.
5: It seems like it, but I'm not convinced. I, I gotta see more. Um,
0: I think that's fair. I, yeah. I, I am convinced. I, I don't think you yeah. he, he does what he does last year without being legit. I am not saying he's, you know, obviously a top five quarterback or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm a, I saw enough that I'm a believer. But I, I think it is fair for people like you to say I still want to see a little bit more.
5: Yeah, I just uh, I, I gotta see more. He had five starts, and I'm looking at the quality of these opponents, Eddie. Uh, so they beat Tampa, they uh went and beat Seattle, then it was the Commanders, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we get to the playoffs, and okay, they, they beat Seattle, and then they survived against the Cowboys, didn't put up many points at all, and they got hurt against the Eagles. So it's like, how can we be convinced? He might end up being an all-right quarterback. But to be convinced that he's this franchise guy, I'm just not there, man. Yeah, I think
0: franchise guy is a little much, but I think above average starting quarterback and frankly, I think he can be as good as Jimmy Garoppolo. And they went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, so.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is I think he's a less good looking Jimmy G, (laughs) right? Like they won a lot of games with Jimmy G. But when it came down to it, and it's like, hey, we need you to be special and make a play. Emmanuel Sanders is, is open. Get him the ball. We can win a Super Bowl. And he overthrew him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why we'd be convinced that Trey Lance, or I'm sorry, that uh, Brock Purdy is, is better than Jimmy G. He's going to come through in a situation like that. I, just because he's Mr. Irrelevant and he exceeded expectations doesn't mean he's ultimately going to be better than Jimmy G. So time will tell, man. I'm really excited to see what the Niners do this year because it could really – I think it could go either way. People are convinced, like, they're set in stone. They're going to be a playoff team. They're going to do major damage. I don't know, Eddie. If you're not set at the quarterback position, it's definitely not set in stone. And they might not be.
0: I, w- I would agree, and that's probably part of the reason why they decided to keep Sam Darnold, right, over, over Trey Lance. If they were convinced – that Purdy was without question the guy and the future. Then maybe they decide, you know what? Let's keep Trey Lance and continue to you know because of what we paid for him, continue to work on him, have him be the number two guy, have him get more reps. But they were like, no. <laughs> I think you know Sam Darnold might we might need him. So and plus hey. Purdy, we don't know that he is definitely hundred percent healthy, right? That that's going to work out. I'm still concerned about uh his throwing arm
5: that's the thing man eddie is purdy helps uh, it was a huge swing and a miss with the whole trey lance thing but purdy softens the blow as of now like he filled in admirably last season he softens that blow but just imagine what the niners might have been able to do with all those draft picks you know with all that compensation Like the Dolphins, they turned those picks into what, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. Um they traded into like and Bradley Chubb, legitimate players, like top players. It wasn't all just those picks. They needed a little bit more, but they used those first rounders primarily for those guys. The twelfth overall pick, which the Niners originally had, that turned out to be Micah Parsons. Yeah. That's crazy. if the Niners just hit on one guy, like a difference maker, imagine if they hit on two. Where they would be with a stacked roster. So that's still a gigantic swing and a miss.
0: No, there's no doubt. And if if it's not for Brock Purdy, there's some people losing their jobs right now. Right? Absolutely. He's, he's yep. He has uh, he's kept some people employed there in San Francisco by lucking out on hitting on him.
5: Man, big time. Absolutely, no doubt about that. All right, coming up next, we get to the militia. And we get to, man, this this close to an outstanding moment as well. Both are on the way. I'm Brian Note, He's Eddie Garcia. We're in for Big Ben Maller tonight here on Fox
2: Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their hand-cooked test results and tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should
4: be. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. You can listen to the Ben
0: Maller Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes, while well, others like to space things out either way by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcast. You help this overnight dinghy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now, live from the tireact.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Big Ben, it's Brian No and me, Eddie Garcia.
5: Man, Eddie. So close, so close to history with the San Francisco Giants. You mentioned this in one of your updates. One out away from a no-hitter. Alex Cobb, the starting pitcher for the Giants, uh, could not get that final out. It's amazing how often that happens, isn't it? You see one more out, and it was a legitimate hit, um, but it's crazy how many no-hitters, even perfect games, been ruined by that, uh, that last guy. And it was no different on Tuesday night. Craziness,
0: Now, Brian. I know sometimes you have a hard time remembering things that I say, uh, but I did mention that I was at a game. Back, oh, I remember back this. In the yeah, where, I
5: remember the guy here. Let me. Yeah, a pop quiz here. Yeah, it was Chris Young. That's wasn't right. It? That's yes. right. Of the
0: San Diego Padres, he was one out away from no hitting my Pittsburgh Pirates, who I was there to watch, and I was rooting for him to do it. I wanted to see it. <laughs> Padres had not had never had a no hitter in their history, and I wanted to see it, and I didn't see it. So that it sucked.
5: I am proud of myself that I remembered something. I'm proud of know, you as well. I don't know what it is with my memory. It's hit or miss. Probably
0: all that Mountain Dew that you drink.
5: I, it very well could be, man. But uh, yeah, that's wild. The, uh, do
1: I, you, think, I'm do to, you think it's it's a coincidence and and we just we think it happens way more often because those are the ones that stick out in our memory, or do you think it really gets inside their head that I'm one out away?
5: I, you know, I think there's something to that it'd be like, um, I don't know, it's a great comparison, but imagine if you were one strike away from a 300 in bowling. You're going to feel that final yeah. frame way more than, like, the second frame. And it's got to be similar in pitching. It's not like you're just unaware. <laughs> you know, like, oh, shoot, this is for a no-hitter? I didn't even realize it, right? Like, <laughs> So I think that has a little something to do with it, sure. It's got to have a little bit. And I also think... The other team knows it too. They don't want to get no hit, especially they don't want a perfect game against them. So yeah, you're gonna focus in, do everything that you can. Uh, but man, I would love to know that stat. That's uh, man, baseball's been around forever, Eddie. I have no idea what the stat would be—the amount of no hitters or perfect games ruined by the last hitter. But it's, although it's that—that's
0: why it always amazes me when you'll see some stat. And it happens fairly often where this is the first time in the history of baseball or since the turn of the century yeah. that something happened. I'm like, how is that possible? They play <laughs> every night and there's, every, almost every team plays every night. And how is that? How can we still have records being set that have never happened in baseball before? But it does happen.
5: Yeah, it's, man. And that's the thing is where we have like 23 roughly perfect games in the history of baseball. That's unbelievable to me. I can't believe it's that low of a number, Um, but yeah, there have been a number. I'm just looking up something right now where all these dudes, Alex Cobb. Wow, man, they uh, refresh this. Shout out MLB of ten, the last 10 ones.
1: I'm looking at the same thing.
0: Dylan Cease, right? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 2022. Yep. Uh, Miles
5: Miles Michaelis,
1: Michaelis. my
5: guy, the Lizard King. Ate a lizard. One time. That's what he's. Well, known so
1: because I wanted to see, you know, if there was if if they somehow had that stat of how many times it have ha- it's happened. But well, we can kind of look at this list because it was the last ten times, and it g- is right. Is that what it says? The last ten. Here yeah, the la- the breakdown of the last ten times a pitcher has given up his first hit with two outs in the ninth inning. So that goes all the way back to 2013. So yeah, that's it's been an average of once per season.
5: Right. You don't have to go back to, like, the 80s or something like that. There are a ton of these games. (laughs) It's the last hitter, man. Oh, gosh, you got to just be sick to your stomach. Sick, you know? And it was, did you see the catch, you guys, in the eighth inning?
0: Yes, what a grab.
5: Center fielder just lays out parallel with the earth, barely uh, catches the ball. And it's like, all right, the dream is alive, baby. And then uh, the last hitter, freaking last hitter.
0: How about just looking at this list, Dave Steve
5: oh, of the man. Blue Jays
0: twice. No, three times. Oh, no. He's on this list three times. Oh. Twice in 1988.
5: That's got to get in your head even worse. Like It's bad enough to blow it one time, right? But if, if you know that you have history, and uh, I think you grip even tighter, if that's the case.
0: And um, it, it looks like it was back-to-back starts, September twenty-fourth, nineteen eighty-eight, and then September thirtieth, nineteen eighty-eight.
5: It's got to be. He wouldn't have had a start in between that.
0: And he Has did have be. a no-hitter in his career once too in nineteen ninety. That's wow.
5: That's wild. I hate on this list too. Is Armando Galarraga? Yes,
0: of course. <laughs> <laughs>
5: It should say, instead of first hit Jason Donald, it should say first hit uh, oh, What's Jim Joyce. <laughs> it was was Jim it Joyce on this show where
0: we talked about how would we all feel if they went back and changed that in history? And yeah. I think it was Coop that said if if he was Armando Galarraga, he wouldn't want it because that he's more famous because right? of that?
5: Yeah, it's a good take. I get that. He is more famous for it not happening, but... Look, man, if they're ever going to change something like that, that would be the time to do it. It's not, you know, the top of the ninth inning with nobody out. It was the final out. That was it for the game. So they could have changed that to an out. It's wild too, man. Like, sometimes, I don't want to get too deep into this, but we romanticize not having replay, like, oh, that was kind of one of those cool moments that we can't have now. It's like, yeah, I'll deal with that, okay? (laughs) Ask any Cardinals fan when uh, a World Series was yanked away from them because of a bad call at first base, you know? Like, okay, the Jim Joyce-Armando Galarraga thing is memorable, but it's way better, believe it or not, to be able to fix an incorrect call instead of uh we just we don't have that system up and running just yet that's how I think bit at least yeah man you're right about Dave Steve that's why I will never
0: forget that now after looking at this <laughs> because I, I remember him back in the day he was a really good pitcher but it's like there's I'm reading this he's he lost four no hitters three of them with with one out left and then he lost another one in the ninth inning on opening Uh, or in in the opening of the ninth inning in 1985. The guy was a badass.
5: Wow. That's crazy, too, with these. I'm just looking at what you were talking about, September 24th, September 30th. The very next year, August 4th, he was that close? Not even a year span, right? Like, less than a year, he had three different chances to have a no-hitter. Wow, that's crazy, man. That is wild. Good stuff.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
7: What's
3: good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite. Fantasy Football Podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents...
7: The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that.
0: So there was apparently some sort of shooting incident at a White Sox game the other day. Yep. Have you guys seen the details on what happened with this? Oh,
5: yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh,
0: For those who don't know, uh, there's a report that it was an accidental discharge of the firearm. There were two women that were injured uh, in this incident. And apparently one of the women snuck the gun into... The ballpark, and how she did it, is the jaw-dropping part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the, what happens here. I'm on uh, the edge of my seat. Coop,
0: <laughs> according to reports, she snuck in the gun past the metal detectors, hiding it in the folds of her fat.
1: Oh! (laughs) Not what I thought you were going to say. I,
0: I, I... (laughs) Still... No, it isn't exactly where you were going with it, but still... Okay, so many questions here. <laughs> All right, okay, my yeah. first question is: yes. the metal
1: detector would have still gone off, wouldn't you think? So well, they, yeah, so, so they're like, so oh, they- it's something in her, like a something like a screw in her knee or something, right? I don't know. I get well, my wife had a
0: recent <laughs> <Exactly>. knee replacement, <laughs> can't find it, and when Where's she goes the through the metal detector at Disneyland, she
1: does, right. you know, say, "I have a knee replacement," and they're like, yeah. "Go on." Well, and oh, then wow. also let me ask you this though: they're they're wanding her down, right? <laughs> yeah. How guess- many? How many? Uh, security employees at the ballpark do you know that are gonna like reach under the folds and yeah. like oh, they,
0: <laughs> they ain't paying me enough for that we gotta check those folds from now on though well, that's the thing or do you I mean I guess it's kind of gonna be like the airport now right you gotta take her into a into yeah. a room and have another uh yeah. female
1: uh <laughs> employee <laughs> Good God. I just mean, make, you Just can't, make them uh. jump up and down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See what
1: <when> falls out. <laughs> uh,
0: we can't have guns being stuck no. into games though. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. Yeah. Um why did why?
1: Why do you not want no, guns? No, in no, games? no. Why <laughs> did she why, why? does she sneak a, a do, gun into the game? I don't know.
0: Why do know. people it's, do anything? That's a good question. I mean, you know, insert your joke about Chicago violence here, I guess. I you know.
5: Yeah. That is crazy.
1: Wow. And it was on the south side.
5: It's wild, wild what happened wild, in the wild. Braves game too on Monday night against the Rockies where those two fans It's like they were they're just basically space invaders with Ronald Acuña Jr. They ran up to the guy. One was just hugging him. <laughs> the other guy wanted a selfie. He's just in right field. He's ready to start another inning, right? And yep. uh they just knocked him over.
0: Well, the security kind of, he he decided, I'm just going to stand here. I'm not yep. going to do anything. You yep. guys, I'm just going to let security take take this. And then the security, they were trying to grab the guy, and, they, and then they knocked over <laughs> and So you might want to just, I don't know. It, it doesn't look very uh, manly to run away. Right. But when you're being approached by someone you don't know what they want, I think that's don't probably touch! probably the best move. Just avoid them.
5: Yeah, it's a little bit like a grade school, Eddie. Did you ever have that where the friend would uh, like be behind, and you just like shove your friend like past the the guy underneath? Does that make any sense? I don't know if I'm describing it exactly well, but that's a little bit how it was. There was just someone behind Acuna Jr., and he just barely got tapped, and because of that, he just and, fell
1: and all the, over. and all the headlines say fan tackles. Kuna right. Junior.
5: No, that didn't happen. But still, they were. That was just weird.
1: What's wrong with people? I just, just want to go
5: viral. Alcohol. Selfies, alcohol. Yeah.
0: Selfies are very important, Sam, as you want I, to. I just feel like the <laughs>
1: last few years, people are like fans, are, and people are just like, they—they're not thinking clearly.
5: Well, yeah, it's
0: or it, they or they just care so much about their five minutes of fame that they're willing to do just about anything to get it. It seems like social media
1: does drive some. Yeah, Yeah. that's
5: the thing is because your your five minutes is more like five hours now.
1: You know, yeah, five hours incarcerated. Well, you are going to pay for it.
5: Yeah, they're facing uh, trespassing and disturbing the peace charges. Those two fans. I love MLB, MLBPA. They're like, we got to review these safety protocols (laughs) after the gun incident at the White Sox game and uh, Ronald Cunha Jr being approached and confronted by two fans. It's like, yeah, we, we should probably check into these safety protocols, I would say. It's probably a good uh, good time for a review over there. That's wild, too. Man, you look at this NL MVP race, Eddie. Ronald Acuna Jr. was a huge favorite, and now Mookie Betts is right there. Right there in this whole day. We could have gotten Mookie Betts at 35-1 to 1 odds. And now he's the slight betting favorite, Eddie. It's crazy. It was just like a week ago, <laughs> he was thirty-five to one. Now he's the favorite. Mookie bets.
0: Yeah, and that's got to be uh, a knife into the Red Sox fans uh, every time they see <laughs> he, the the the, uh, the Dodgers went back to Boston recently. So now that was a big storyline about right, Mookie yeah. returning to Fenway, and uh, yeah, he's tearing it up right now. He had another he home run last night for I think career high thirty-six for him.
5: Yeah. And they showed him love, the Red Sox fans. That was cool. They were. He's, like, he's hard not
0: to like. Very likable guy.
5: Very likable. Absolutely. That's the thing, man. If Acuna Junior doesn't win this thing, his numbers are ridiculous, absurd. Like you got two great choices, but he's gonna steal. Like the the power numbers are there. The stolen bases are there. Like his numbers are off the charts. It's crazy. It's like uh. You know, battle of the superstars over here for NL MVP. By the way, I'm gonna win my AL MVP bet, Eddie. I went with Otani. Oh, I went with Otani. That was good. That was a good bet. Yeah, it's gonna work out. I got it at plus 190, so like two to one. I think right now he's minus ten thousand. <laughs> you'd have you'd have to risk ten thousand dollars to win one hundred. So he's he's good. He's gonna get there.
1: I'm just surprised people are still even, like they're still even taking those bets.
5: Yeah, it's it is beyond a wrap. But I'm looking at Acuna Jr. He's at what? 29 homers, uh, 61 stolen bases. <laughs> like that? That's ridiculous. Is that lessened
0: at all with the bigger bases this season at all?
5: I I hear what you're saying. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could lessen it a little bit. He wouldn't have the same number, but man, that's I mean, still when, impressive.
0: When you know, back in our day, Brian, or at least maybe mm-hmm. my day, I shouldn't, I shouldn't include you on this. But you know, you'd see stolen base leaders have a hundred stolen bases. So,
5: yeah, it's true. My guy Vince Coleman with the Cardinals, he, and Ricky, obviously Ricky. But um, man, Acuna Junior. He's got ten more than anybody else. Uh, there are only three guys with forty or more, and he's one of them. So he. He's got some distance, even for like everybody having the same bases right now. Uh, he's still the runaway guy in that category. So, I don't know, craziness, craziness right there. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is where you can reach us. eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next, man, NFL life comes at you fast. Love an example for you. I'm Brian No, He's Eddie Garcia. We're in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It is pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. He's at the No Show, N-O-E. And I'm your co-host, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. And we have our executive producer, Justin Cooper. He is... Answering the phones, but he is more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop De Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. I'm gonna have Jamie Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have him, huh? Well, <laughs> well congratulations. Well. And live from the tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Brian No and me, Eddie Garcia.
5: That's right, Eddie. Man, we got some NFL transactions over here. So uh, on the positive side, DeMar Hamlin kept by the Bills. Can you imagine after the whole or- ordeal last year if they just released DeMar Hamlin? Uh, but, no, he is on the Bills roster.
0: Well, to answer your question, no, I can't imagine yeah. them, them doing that. I, I hope he has earned a spot, but, frankly, I I just can't imagine them, them releasing him, no, after that. Yeah,
5: nope, he made it. Backup safety, but going to play special teams. And who knows, if one of the starting safeties go down like they did last year, he'll be in there. How about this story? Tyson Badgen. He's kept by the Bears. He's a quarterback. He's an undrafted rookie. Who? Eddie, he played his college ball at Shepard. It's this lower-tiered um, school. And
0: Not familiar with Shepherd. Yeah. Don't know where it Shepherd. is. Don't know what their mascot is. Don't know no what idea. league they play in.
5: Yep. Yeah, I, I know nothing either. But uh, the Bears kept him. He's backing up Justin Fields, and some people say he's he's a real deal. Apparently, this is in uh, Shepherdstown, West Virginia. There you go, Shepherd University. Um, oh, that's see. a new one. Yeah, fun facts. I have no idea. I'll I'll get you some fun facts on old old Shepherd right there. But a couple of guys that. Uh, Got cut. Deion Jones, linebacker, was with the Falcons for a long time. Panthers let him go. Melvin Gordon, the running back, cut by the Ravens. Didn't make the Ravens roster. I like this, too, before we get to the militia. So a lot of kickers got traded. Uh, one of the transactions was Cade York. So the Browns, they let Cade York, uh, Cade York go. He was a fourth-round pick last year. And uh, he made a big kick. The Browns actually tweeted their official website last year, uh, that's why you draft a kicker in like five exclamation points. Then on Monday, it was just, uh, we've agreed to terms on a trade to acquire kicker Dustin Hopkins from the Chargers and made other roster moves. (laughs) That included letting go of Cade York, who they were. Very excited about last year. That's the way it goes. Life as a kicker there, Eddie. I would
0: never, never (laughs) draft a kicker. Never. (laughs) Not even in the last round, not even with the last pick. I would never draft a kicker.
5: There are a lot of guys that are higher picks that we talked about feeling the pressure of like a no-hitter or perfect game. I think some of these guys, remember Roberto Aguayo? yes. He was unbelievable at Florida State than was a second round pick with Tampa. He was brutal in the yeah, NFL.
0: Now now no longer in the league anywhere. Yeah. I don't even know if he's kicking in the USFL or the XFL. I,
5: I don't either, man. He might be done altogether. That was that was shocking. He was so good at Florida State. And he couldn't do anything with Tampa. Hey, we've got Jed who'd fled. Let's get to Jed over here as we hear from the militia. Uh Jed, what's going on, man? How are things?
6: And similar to what y'all are talking about, if the cops fortunately miss any round of narcotics on their first search, as you go into the uh, jail, you need folds. One of the day, you need multiple folds to try to get your uh, charges into the jail, and as opposed to having them charge you with, you know, trying to sneak a, a narcotic into the uh, jail still. Now, Jed, we've like never a seen
0: a picture of you that I know of. You don't strike me as a guy who has who has folds. Would that be accurate?
6: No, I know, how, I know how to counteract the, the twacker look in public, and you got you got to be stuffing the mashed potatoes and gravy down. I love a famous bowl from KFC because I'm saying Kentucky Fried, you know, because high speed chicken feed is what they call it, Mr. Greth anyway. And so, like, anything chicken related is good stuff. So I love a famous bowl. But you can't, you can't be fat. I'm about 6'3, about 245. My playing yeah. weight was 6'3, I
1: have seen a picture of him. Oh,
0: really? Oh, wow. Yes.
5: Oh, Pretty good God. size right. there, Jed. 6'3,
6: 245? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, dog, how big a ball are you? I was like, I was slapped your ass in the face, boy, You Mercer. But, uh, yeah, that's a Southern reference. But anyway, dude, I, I just heard y'all talking about drugs, dude. It made me stay instead of, thank God you're not, again, Jonas Knox, my God, dude. Thank God for, Ben Maller and Brian, know just like every four hours, four hours, four hours. And that way, you don't got to pay two hosts.
5: <laughs> well, hey, thanks for uh, chiming in there.
6: <laughs> you know what's funny?
5: <laughs> Eddie is... For the longest time, if you're listening to someone who's hosting before social media, you think, "Man, what do they look like?" I think that with callers all the time. I had no idea Jed was six three two forty five.
0: Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I thought he'd be kind of a, a very thin man.
5: I, yeah, I thought so too. I thought he'd be maybe like a buck sixty. You know, very. Uh, I don't know. You know, a lot of cardio. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, coming up next, you might think this team couldn't be hyped up anymore. You're wrong.